Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Check a check a one, one. Levels, hey, we got levels. levels. Good. All right. Hello and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hey, I'm Jeremy. And this is episode 129, Green Puppies. Oh, it's going to be such a fun one with the green puppies. Yes. And you know what? Green puppies are real. <laughs> if you see a picture of a little brand new puppy and it's kind of almost fluorescent green, it's probably real. I yeah, mean, could you know, color corrected. could be color corrected. But in nature... This actually happens on its own, and we discovered that today. We are learning and growing, uh, and so we are talking about green puppies on the podcast. Very knowledgeable podcast today. We're going to learn about the powers of compound interest. We're going to learn yep. about uh, a new pop-up a bar concept coming to the Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, we're going to learn about the uh, the Black Library. So we got a lot, a lot of learning. Yes. And we... we're going to learn about... Uh, the wet leg song Shays Long. Yeah, that's Ooh. that's right. Exactly. So we're all about learning and growing and truth here on the Early Show Later podcast. So let's just dive right in. Let's get into Animal Cast with Green Puppies. Boom, boom, dance joy. What's up? Good morning, guys. Listen to the early show with Karis and Jeremy uh, hanging out here on uh, what will probably be a mostly wet day, but things improving as we uh, march toward the weekend. Karis was uh, showing me a picture of a green dog, and I was like, well, that's made up. That's what I thought, too. When I saw a picture of this little tiny baby bulldog, and it was green, I was like, somebody has dyed their tiny puppy bulldog green. That doesn't seem right. Don't Don't do do that. that. I know St. Patrick's Day is coming up, but that is an animal cast story we don't want to be a part of. But this is a natural-ish type thing. On Animal Cast, a very interesting story about a naturally occurring thing that happens. Sometimes puppies can be born with green fur. (laughs) Why? Well, uh, this happened in Nova Scotia. Um, If a light-haired puppy, apparently, you know, like if they have the the light skin and the light color hair, um, in some very rare circumstances, their hair will uh, react with the bile in the womb and it temporarily, for a few weeks or so, as, you know, it fades, but temporarily, the puppy's hair will be green. And so the, I saw this picture of this little tiny, like brand new puppy is <laughs> so cute and it's green. And this couple in Nova Scotia, their three-year-old bulldog gave birth to a litter of eight puppies. And so what happened was they thought that she was done giving birth. And then all of a sudden, uh, this last little puppy pops out and it's in a in a black sack and they thought, oh no, it's maybe it's a stillborn. Yeah, and so uh, so they started washing the little puppy, and then it started moving. I'm like what? And they're like, okay, not only is it green, but it's alive. 
And so, and the little puppy is doing great. It's a little bit older now, and it's still a little bit green. <laughs> like there's a there's a hint of a fluorescent green to it, but it's fading. Uh, this is one of the you know the the couple that had the dog, and uh, he's describing here like just what happened when this puppy came out green. Then noticed that she was green and. Uh... We immediately again thought there was something wrong so we googled it like my my puppy's green what's wrong and uh apparently it's uh very rare and uh it happened a few times all over the world and apparently it happened in nova scotia just a few weeks ago July talk, I am water. We're all made up of water, July talk, and stardust. I like to tell my children that we're made, we're like 88% water just to convince them to drink more water. It's like, we're 88% water. We need more water all the time yes. in our bodies or we will shrivel up and be little prunes. We are not 88% Sprite. No. We're not 88% juice. Nope. Uh, or milkshake. Well, I mean, a little bit of milkshake. But water. Drink water. Water. Water, <laughs> water you kids. Uh, I've been reading about initiatives for a Vancouver Black Library over the last few weeks. Uh, there have been a number of articles about uh, Maya Pression, who is a university student, and she's working on building a Vancouver Black Library. Uh, and she says, I've wanted uh, this for a long time, a space that can fulfill community advocacy needs and will address the lack of community for black people, specifically in Vancouver. And uh, Pression is Zimbabwean and indigenous and uh, came up with the idea because she she felt like this was lacking. And uh, and so she's right out there trying to build this. And I've read a number of articles about this. Uh, This one in particular I'm reading actually at The Peak, which is SFU's independent student newspaper. Uh, Not related. Not related (laughs) to our peak, but another peak in Metro Vancouver. Um, and uh, and so Pression has been doing really well uh, so far. Like they're accepting monetary and book donations. They had an initial GoFundMe goal of six thousand uh, dollars. They're aiming for thirty five thousand. They have twenty eight thousand so far. They're hoping to set up this black library in Strathcona um, and operate out of the Hogan's Alley area. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so and so the idea is that, um, you know, it would be a, a place there for uh, for black people, BIPOC people to come and have a place to exchange books, but also be more than that, sort of be a community hub for uh, workshopping, programming potentially people uh, would give talks yeah exactly others you know potentially uh performances that kind of idea the idea is to make this a community hub and so yeah i mean it's it sounds like hopefully this will actually end up happening it sounds like a really amazing initiative you can follow them on instagram at van black library uh, we were playing that song, uh, Wet Leg, Chaise Long. I'm a chaise long, I'm a chaise long, all day long, I'm a chaise long. And my wife, Coral, was listening to the show and she was like, that's the song that has the, uh, do you want us to assign someone to butter your muffin? And I was like, is that one of the lines? And it's like, is your muffin buttered? Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffin? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's that? And my wife, Coral's like, that's from Mean Girls. 
lunchtime survey of new students. Can you answer a few questions? Okay. Is your muffin buttered? What? Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffin? My what? My what? Oh, like, whoa. Whoa, deep That's cut. That's true. <laughs> Coral, you know. Oh, yeah. She's like making lunches and it's like, wait a minute. I've heard that. I watched Mean Girls in 2003. <laughs> I watched it a few times. Speed is of the essence. <laughs> I like my Bastille. I love it. That's great. Pompeii's a jam, but the guy's got jams on jams on jams. I do. Uh, uh, do I, are there more songs that are more like. No. Uh, is there more of that? I find the newer stuff from Bastille is even more. Leans a little more electronic. Okay. Alt, alt electronic, maybe. Yeah. Not as much. But uh, <laughs> he's got a good one about like lucid dreaming. Oh, my God. I just jam it all the time. Nice, nice. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Gary and Jerry. It's 8.05 a.m. Oh, what's I- our new one? Garris. Oh, yes, yes. I am also... have a also- new one. TikTok likes to change your name to Garris. Yes. Sometimes Karis spelled with a K, sometimes spelled with a C-A-R-R, and sometimes... G-A-R-R-I-S, I yes. believe, is what TikTok wants That's to call right. you when I, when I hit the little, like, uh, <laughs> caption in the video. Yeah. So, you know, also our show is Garris and Jerry. So that, that also works. We'll take, you know, we'll take it. It's good. I was reading about a pop-up bar coming to Vancouver. Love. Them. Yeah. Never go to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we have one life. day. Yes. We have young children. Yeah, so, I live you in know. the suburbs and it's just like, oh my God, do I have a hundred dollar lift in me today to get home? It's hard. Yes. But uh, apparently uh, I'm reading on Populist that there is a Peter Pan's Neverland immersive experience coming oh, in May. I like all those things. To the Vancouver Alpen Club. Okay. Which is on Victoria Drive and East 33rd. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and so it's uh, it's happening. It's starting May 4th. It's apparently running through May and June. So two months, essentially. Okay. And it's Neverland, a Peter Pan-inspired bar. And it's apparently designed to be the ultimate Peter Pan experience made purely for the fans of the timeless classic. You know, uh, that would be amazing. The Peter Pan ride at Disneyland, but they serve you a drink. It's like one of my favorites. You just sit on it. It doesn't move a lot. It's like very, it's like climate controlled. It's dark and moody. And Disneyland's just so chaotic. Like Disneyland's like chaotic evil most of the time. And I like, I do the Peter Pan ride just to take a break from Disneyland. <laughs> but and if the you only can then have a drink. They handed me a cocktail while I got on that weird chairlift seat and I just soared over like, Olden timey London, I'd be into it. Well, I think maybe that's what they're trying to recreate here with this Peter Pan inspired pop up bar of their their prizes. You can try the magical cocktails sprinkled with a little bit of pixie dust. Uh, your childhood dreams will come true. Okay. It sounds like it's kind of like, you know, it's not like a Disneyland ride. Obviously, yeah, yeah. you're sitting it's at a, a table, it's bar, and you're surrounded by. You know, maybe what would look like the sets props of hook and sets, props yeah. and stuff, um, but I don't think it's a full Peter Pan experience. Sorry, Jeremy, this may kill your your chill vibe, but without the food fight. How is it? Bang <laughs> Bangerang. Oh, we're throwing food. 
No, I want a chill vibe, but I would actually pay to go to a place where you pay to have a food fight. Yes, that's another vibe. Maybe that's a whole separate pop-up bar. That's a whole bar. other pop-up bar where you just, like, you and a bunch of other consenting adults. You show up and you know, because the part of the problem with a food fight is if you're not in on it, yeah, it's the worst. you know, you, you can get upset. It's like, hey, I came out for a drink. Yeah, I don't you know, I'm wearing my nice them. silk shirt. I don't want mashed potatoes on my silk shirt. But if you know that it is a food fight bar, you show up dressed appropriately. You've got Goggles, goggles on. safety first. Exactly. Mouth guard. Totally some sort of like jumper. And you're you only can... serving puddings and jellos. Yes. Oh my God. Jeremy. <laughs> I would go to that. This is the new pop up bar that we've just created. Forget the piggy bank. When you leave money, even a small amount of money in the bank for long enough, that interest. It builds up and your little amount of money can balloon. And we know this because I was reading a story of a uh, woman in Scotland who had $3.35 in her bank account from when she was a child. Uh, She was six years old and she went to the bank with her grandma, opened a bank account, put in $3.35. And then completely forgot about it. Her grandma passed away and in her things was this little bank book. And so 60 years later, this woman goes through these items that she got from her grandma when her grandma passed away and she found this little bank book. She's like, oh my goodness, 60 some odd years ago, I opened a bank account and I put in $3.35 and I completely forgot about it. She went to the bank and sure enough, there was there was her account. It was still there. And her $3.35, 60 years later, now $335. Oh, the power of compound interest. Right? Probably she should have invested in Bitcoin. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it would have ballooned faster. But A- Apple shares? <laughs> Tesla shares? Like, what was she thinking? I know. Well, you know, back when she was six, those things didn't exist. 129. Unreal. Unreal. Ooh, we did it together. Yeah, we did, Jeremy. 129 episodes. Here we are. Woo! Thank you to everyone who likes, shares, comments, right, gives five-star reviews to this fine podcast. And subscribes and tells a friend and uh, coerces a coworker to also listen. Yeah, so we really enjoy that. you Morse code it to someone. That's great. How yeah. do you want to do it? Put a message in a bottle. Be like, check out their show later podcast. Yeah, and then, you know, in 60 years, that message in a bottle will, will roll up onto some shore and somebody will look at it and be like, oh, the early show later podcast. And, <laughs> and Deep dive the archives. Exactly. Because, <laughs> well, you know, and I'm sure 60 years from now we'll probably still be making this podcast i would uh, imagine yeah. so oh, well i plan on living to be 140 so that's possible yeah i think so it'll happen i'll have to work later if i'm gonna live to 140 i'm retiring at 65 and then yeah another lifetime um okay you guys thank you for being part of the show we could have done it without you no we really couldn't our 129th episode extravaganza birthday episode yeah now uh, you know what i was having one thought about the food fight pop-up bar yes. we talked about now the only issue with that is that it is a waste of food you know what i thought about that too a little waste i think it's fine i would just no animal products yeah because I feel like that's disrespectful. Yeah. So if we were doing jello and pudding, we'd have to do vegan jello and pudding. Right. But I mean, is a good time a waste? Yeah. Well, and I think I think jello uh, and pudding that's v- vegetable based 
um, is almost less food-like than, say, mashed potatoes. Yeah, you know, like yeah, mashed yeah. potatoes to me is like an actual food oh, and a product. Eat that and gets yes, yeah, and get you know real nutrients out of that. Of you know vegan we could jello. Be just throwing, ah. We could just be throwing fistfuls of slime. That's what I was thinking too. It could also be maybe just like a thick jelly-like substance. Paste. Different yes. really bright colors. Yes, that is also biodegradable. You get a white smock when you go in your goggles. And, yeah. And uh, and then and all of the drinks. We were just inventing a fight club. <laughs> Like at the end of the day, we're like, okay, let's just get rid of the sludge. You pay money, you just punch other adults. But you're wearing goggles and, and a, a cape and a smog. And and there's paint around. And it's very yeah. slippery. I want a slippery situation. And also I need cups that have lids and little maybe soft, bendable straws. Because you don't want to get the, the muck in your drink when you're having <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. We are and getting drinks in our pop-up bar. Cu- cup holders on the side for when you're not drinking and when you're wrestling in the slimy, slippery paint. Uh, but I think this pop-up bar, seriously, it might be fun. Well, I mean, I've never really been to one, so like, you know, maybe that'd be a thing someone could text a show if they've been to a pop-up bar ever. Like, I don't know, one of those Harry Potter ones or whatever, you know, that come. Like, are they awesome? Are they well-decorated? Is the Is the menu that interesting and unique that you're like cool that's what's worth my time do you really feel like you are having an immersive experience do you feel like oh I think maybe I am in Peter Pan the movie like maybe I'm in Hook maybe Dustin Hoffman is gonna roll around the corner I went to like Kevin Smith did that uh, movies is the fast food fake fast food restaurant in the Kevin Smith cinematic universe yeah uh, may, it might be Clerks 2 might be centered on movies and movies shows up just being mentioned or they visit it in some of the other movies. I don't know which ones in particular, but movies shows up at a bunch of Kevin Smith's is like kind of a running fast food joke. So he had a movies pop up that came to Vancouver and I was like, well, sure, I'll go to that. It was right by where I was working and. And I went out, you know, I think before my show, I was like, oh, I'll go down and grab a burger. It was like $35. What? For like a burger, fries, and a can of Coke. And was it good? No. Yeah. No. And then like it was, the decorations were like these temporary posters they put mm-hmm. up in another building. So it was like some other bar just sort of like taped over their sign, like movies. And, you know, it was... It was not an immersive experience. Yeah. I did not feel like I stepped foot into the Kevin Smith cinematic universe, you know? Yes. And I then know. it was $35 yeah. for a burger, fries, and a can of Coke. Yeah, it's like I paid $35 for, you know, yeah, the like, ability to say that I did this? I, I don't know. If it was cooler looking, I would have taken more pictures and selfies. Maybe there would have been, you know what I mean? There would have been value in that. Right. Like, I, I could mm. understand paying $35 for this immersive experience. I just didn't get the immersive experience, and then the food was subpar. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I just gave Kevin Smith $35. Yes, you just donated to his cinematic universe. Which is fine. I like Kevin Smith, but I was just like, okay. Yeah. I don't think I would do that again. But has that burned me from going to these pop-ups? You're like, no, no, I went to one. I went to the Peter Pan bar, and it was like, I was in Neverland. 
Tinkerbell was literally flying around my table. We had to shoo her away, being like, don't land in my drink. You know, like, that would be incredible. And that would be worth it, I would think. Yeah, and a lot of thought into the drinks and the food could be very interesting. Yes, and then there are other things on the side, you know, challenges and I don't know. Yeah, silly what else? I, I have no actor. idea. Yeah, who knows? So have you been to a pop-up immersive experience? Is it worth it? Shakira said, I go check out this Peter Pan. We got a couple months in the summer to try it. It's actually kind of near where you live, isn't it? Yeah, it is, actually. All things, it's in the hood. All things apples. Yeah. Uh, so you can uh, tweet at us at Karis C H A R I S H O G G at Karis Hog. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. If you tweet at the show about your pop up experience, uh, you win chips. We always love to give out prizes, and on the podcast, our budget is chips. <laughs> and we've got some great ones. They're yeah, cucumber they flavor lays, and they're chicken and tomato flavor lays, probably with no actual chicken in it. That's my guess. And if you think that's a joke, we've just made up two chick- chip flavors. No, you can win either yeah, for chicken real. and tomato or cucumber chips. They exist, and they could be yours, and we would mail them to you, and they would probably arrive mostly intact. While supplies last. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are awesome, man. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast and being part of the show. Karis and I are live on the radio FM dial in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Monday to Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time. You can listen to us around the world at thepeak.fm because I'm sure the local chuckleheads in your town suck and we do not. <laughs> and you can tweet at us at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. Bye. Bye, see ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.